anyone who has gone through psychological abuse, whether it is narcissistic abuse or any other type of abuse that damages your psyche or your emotions, you know the time and energy that it has absolutely sapped and basically sapped you of and and just pulled so much time and energy out of you. So it takes it, it takes time to recover from that, especially when it's been a long cycle of um ongoing abuse. As human beings, and I would say I would say this especially for women, being a uh, for women, especially being a woman myself, that women we tend to try to hang on because we want the ideal situation to come to pass. We want that good marriage. We want that healthy relationship. Many of us do. I won't say every woman, but at least I do. I would think that other people are um, share, you know, in the same um, ideology of wanting a good life, wanting a good uh, home, wanting a good marriage, basically wanting an overall beautiful picture um, for your life. And that's okay to want that. I think that is a beautiful aspiration to want. And when you have people in your life that do not have the same aspirations, their goal is only to drain you of your life force, of your energy, your time, your empathy, They're just people who are just hanging on to you, only to use you, only to drain you. That's a hard reality to look at. And it's also a very bleak picture to really have to take a good look at that kind of picture. Really has been a a painful journey for myself and I believe for many others to really take a good look at the people that we allow in our lives or the people who are in our lives and we know they are using us. But there's a part of us that wants to stay because we want to see things change. Perhaps you don't want to pack up the boxes and leave. It just seems like it takes too much time and energy to think about getting out. And perhaps you're full of guilt and you're blaming yourself and you're saying, why did I let this happen to me? Or why did this happen to me? You may not have the answers for all of those questions. And maybe when you look, take at the, uh, a look at that bleak picture of what your situation really represents, it also causes us to take a look inside, deep inside ourselves, deep inside our souls. What does this picture say about me? Sometimes when we go through things, we, whatever that picture is, if it's an ugly picture, an ugly situation, it speaks volumes to us about us. And that's also very painful. I've spent years uh, praying and wanting to come out of guilt and shame, only to find myself going through that downward spiral of having toxic or negative emotions um, affect me. There were times that I became so bitter, so angry, because I was so tired of people just walking all over me. I wondered, why does this keep happening to me? Why, why, why? What is it about me? What does this say about me? Perhaps you felt the same way. I think that's just human. And you finally, I'm telling you, you have to stop blaming yourself, come out from underneath all that guilt, and allow yourself to breathe clean air clean spiritual air. And I hope this is what this podcast is to you. Clean spiritual air. I'm telling you, God does not make life complicated like that. The things of God, 
are more simple than to me than the things of man. Man complicates things. The reason why is because man is sinful. And man has so many different motives. Man is so motivated either by fear, greed, lust. God is not motivated by any of that. God is love. And anything coming from God always comes from a place of love. Even if if he's acting in, in vengeance. But you can't take away from the fact that God not only acts out of love, God is love. So even if you didn't have trusting parents or a trusting a mate that you can trust or siblings that you can trust, you've had people in your life who have really damaged you. I get that. I understand that. And I empathize with you. But I beg of you, give your creator a thought, more than a thought. Give him your life. He created you, and without him, you do not have life. These kind of relationships with narcissistic and just abusive and intrusive people, and in my world, uh, intrusivity, being intrusive, many times equals being abusive, unless that intrusive person is being intrusive in a positive way. And what I mean is if you saw a friend in trouble, if you broke down the door to get to them, that would be a positive way of being intrusive. But I'm talking about people who intrude in every area of your life and they drain you in every area of your life. They have not come to serve you any good. And when you deal with these kind of people, you know it. You look at yourself and you say, what is happening to me? What is happening to my time and my life here on earth? What is going on with me? You really see a need to be recentered and refocus and really um, have a desire to get back to the center of your life's purpose and the center of gravity for grounding you in your vision for your life. And dealing with these kind of people, it pulls you away from your core values. And when you're being pulled away from your core values, It's like you have nothing to ground you. You're just flying in outer space aimlessly, so to speak. God needs to be all of our center of gravity and the center of our core values should be his standards because he created us for his purposes and his purposes and his will is always good all the time even when it doesn't look good on the end it always is good because he looks at the big the bigger picture and the greater value in the situation he knows how to maximize our time he knows how to maximize our life he knows how to maximize our inner potentials that we were born with And because the things of God are so simple, we bypass them and we go for the hard thing. Especially if you have had a hard life, you know, you may migrate. You're so used to hard. (laughs) So you go and do the hard thing, the complicated thing. You choose people who are complicated and difficult because that's all you've ever known. You choose people who are argumentative, unreasonable. It's so hard dealing with unreasonable people, isn't it? 
You can't reason with unreasonable people. It's just like an endless vortex of stupidity. (laughs) And the more you try to reason with them, the more you get drawn into this black hole, this vortex. And the more you get drawn in, you feel yourself spiraling around into the middle of nowhere. It doesn't go anywhere. Get around like-minded people who want God, who want better in life so that you can heal. Stop blaming yourself. Forgive yourself. Everybody else is not worthy of forgiveness and you think that you're not. That's not loving yourself. Begin to have compassion for yourself. And in that compassion, do not use the compassion for yourself to go out and continue on in sin and to do things that are detrimental to your well-being. Have compassion on yourself and get away from toxic people. Get away from toxic thinking. And you may say, how do I do that? Go get a life coach. Go go get a, a Christian counselor of some sort. Seek God. Go pick up your Bible. Read it. Find a way to live. Begin walking. Begin journaling. Live. It's time for you to live again. I don't know exactly who it is that I'm talking to out there, but what I am saying is I feel compelled to say these words to you. It's been too long. It's time for you to get up, get up, and get out and live again. I'm sending these thoughts of warmth, kindness, and love your way, wanting you to receive an emotional breakthrough. This is your emotional breakthrough warrior saying to you on today, I wish you well, be well, have a wonderful day.